0: This week on the BAMFCAST, he's black, he's white, but the only color they care about is green. One track, we're in.
1: Alright, and welcome to the BAMFCAST, hey, episode 157. Holy
0: shit. <laughs> yes.
1: yes sir.
2: So many casts. Oh. Mm. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm DJ. I'm Chuck,
1: and what we do each and every fast and sometimes furious episode of the Bamcast is we come in here and we talk about a, a quote unquote bad movie, <laughs> and then yeah, we, yeah, that's true, for about true. thirty to forty-five minutes, and then uh, and then it gets a rating: good, bad movies, enjoyable bad movies get a one to five jocks, as in robot jocks. Hooray!
3: Yeah, and yes! bad
1: bad movies doesn't stay away; they get a negative sliding scale one to five bags, as in douchebags after Twilight.
3: No, uh, no, damn. Yeah.
1: So, uh, because it's coming up on New Year's, yep, uh, Feliz Años Nuevos, uh, we decided to do... I don't speak Chinese. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we decided to do 1995's Money Train. Money Train! Because there's a money surprising train. lack train of movies with New Year's uh, in the theme. Yeah. Uh, there's Strange and Days and The Poseidon Adventure, and those are both good. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not
2: watching the New, New Year's, Year's Eve. with, like, 50 stars you yeah. have got a sandwich and a favor
1: right. for showing up. Oh, yeah. Someday, maybe we'll be desperate enough to do that movie, but hopefully, no, no we won't. No. So anyway. Do 90- that the week I'm on vacation. Okay. All right. So, 1995's Money Train, starring Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes in No Particular Order. And J-Lo. And J-Lo. J-Lo. There's always room for J-Lo.
2: And Robert Blake. <laughs> yep. Huge star, Robert Blake. Yeah. That guy yes. was Beretta. He was. He was. <laughs> he was. And, and he, he really now killed Now he's a murderer. Yes, now he's in jail. Yeah. Oh, now he's... Yeah. So
1: let's get a plot summary out of the way Um, And when I say plot summary It's some words that may or may not describe this movie Undercover cops John and Charlie Work the Big Apple subway system Sniffing out criminals But compulsive (laughs) gambler Charlie decides to become a lawbreaker By robbing the train carrying the day's transit fares When he gets in hock to the mob
4: (laughs) Uh, In
1: In hock to (laughs) the mob Damn it Charlie I don't write these things I just read them Okay Yeah Okay. Oh, that Woody Harrelson. So, like I said, that may or may not describe the plot of this movie. Uh,
2: Because there's a
1: lot of things going on in this movie. None of which involves something called a money train. (laughs) Very little which involves anything called a money train. Yeah.
2: We could have made a drinking game of our own, of us just reminding each other (laughs) that money train... is involved in this movie called Money Train. Yeah. Money Train. Money Train. Because money every train. once in a while, there would get a conversation that would just go on a little bit too long about yeah. like J-Lo's feelings or mm-hmm. Woody Harrelson's gambling or something, and we'd just shout, Money Train! Mm-hmm. Money Train. And then we go, Oh, yeah, there's a Money Train.
1: Maybe. It's a train of it's money. It's a fictional Money Train in this movie. It shows up in the first act and then disappears for most of the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Dave yeah. Sacks Money Train.
1: That's sure. <laughs> Third act, it shows back up. Yeah. Yeah. So historically speaking, this is the not at all sequel to White Men Can't Jump. No. I mean, it's like, hey, you love these guys in this movie, so yes. let's reteam them. So um, <laughs> there's a reason they never did it again.
4: Well. Besides Wesley Snipes being fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, well there's taxes that. and
1: things like that.
2: Yeah. Sure, taxes. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this movie. Yeah. We it's, wouldn't. Uh, we were not expecting what we got out of Money Train. No. Ooh. No, We you were wouldn't. expecting a Money Train and to be in the movie Money Train. I mean,
1: the idea of the movie presents itself in, in, in at least the, the summaries and everything you would read about it mm-hmm. as like heist movie. Yes. Heist movie involving train full of money. Yeah. Like simple enough idea. Sure. New what? Year's Eve, the
4: train's loaded with money, undercover transit cops, yeah. stop the
1: hijacking. Of Go sure. get that the train.
4: money. Right. But instead. of the train.
1: Instead. <laughs> Yes. you're presented with first. I mean, the, one of the very first things you see is Woody Harrelson is stumbling around drunk. Yes, and the, or, and doing poor drunk routine, uh, cartoon drunk. Yes, and this is all a ruse to capture pickpockets and other hooligans down in the subway system. Yes, because apparently they have this thing they call them decoying, and one sits out there acts drunk and waits for somebody to come try to steal their stuff, and the other ones jump out and and then tackle twenty them. cops. Isn't
2: this kind of <laughs> entrapment?
1: No, uh, not, not as, really. Not no. entirely. It's. it's
0: I mean, a gray it's, area. it's no
1: different than like the the um you know the, the decoy cars, cars. Yeah. where they they leave or, the cars yeah. out that like you know are easy to steal and they're just like all right well it's got a tracker and we can kill it remotely. Yeah. I mean it's not like
4: when cops drive the the semi full of DVD players into the poorest neighborhood <laughs> and open up the back of it and just wander away and watch what happens. That's mm. that's fucking entrapment. This is just those guys are going to steal something from some other drunk person. So. Right. Might as well be the drunk cop. I
1: don't know why they're not just going around and, like, arresting or doing something with the drunks. Like, why not clean up the drunk people from the subways?
4: A drunk is not a crime. No? Public intoxication, not a, not a crime? That's a crime. Okay. It's,
0: it's, <laughs> only, it's only a crime if you piss off the cops. Sure. Or, yeah,
2: but on, it, on it, the well, cops. What this involves is, is him pretending to be drunk, right. and then, you know, the pair of hoods approaching him mm-hmm. and starting to steal his ring and his necklace and it's weird because they wait until he's taken the watch, and then they reach in to grab his badge. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, then, grab and then they see the badge, wallet, and yeah. they go, oh, shit. And that's when they take off, and it's like... Couldn't you have busted him way, way before now?
1: Who knows? But apparently it's it's whoever's doing the decoying's job to grab their lapel, and right. that's the symbol to come in and, you know, roll in and arrest mm-hmm. these guys. So it's like leaving it all in the hands of the, the guy there. Yeah. Just just weird.
4: And in this instance, Woody just waits until they've stolen his badge, sure. and then mm-hmm. he's like, I'm going to get you. Yeah. And they catch,
1: <laughs> one, like, they have to catch one kid and, and handcuff him to the wall, yeah. and then there's this crazy foot chase where they're just knocking... Everyone in the New York subway system over... No one has stamina problems. Yeah, speaking of
2: drinking games, (laughs) if you drank every time anybody got shoved out of the way of something... You'd be dead. You would die. You'd die Mm -hmm. during
1: this first scene. Yeah.
2: Because everybody... Like, it's it's apparently... Their cues were to step directly in the way of everything Well, meanwhile,
1: they're yelling, like, Get out of the way, cops! Get out of the way! And people are like, Huh? What's that mean? (laughs) Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. And eventually... This this poor kid jumps down on the tracks, keeps running. They're just still running after him. A train passes by. They have to do the dive to the side and not get by the train thing. Mm-hmm. And then he rounds the corner just as the money train is showing up at the station. And there's like six heavily armed policemen standing there yeah. unloading the money. And he comes around the corner and they're like, freeze, freeze, freeze. And they shoot this kid dead. They don't just shoot him dead. They shoot him backwards. <laughs> yes. Well, yes, he yes, does go he
4: gets flying. blasted
2: through the air. Nineties right. style. Yeah. Even though he's running full speed at them. I mean, they, sure. he, he flies back like he got shot by Cobra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, that dude flies. <laughs> yeah. But that's like, that's they established for some reason the money train is like, shoot on sight if anyone gets near the money train. Sure. Well, because well, there's.
3: That's understandable. Money. Because
1: then they go, they, they get sent to the chief of the transit police or whatever the hell he's supposed to be. I don't even know who this guy is. He's just like, an administrator
4: is. in charge of the money train and some other. Sure
1: parts of the but subway somehow he controls them because he can call them into their office and chew them out that is
4: never i never understood that i don't understand why he can take their badges later i don't understand he, any of he's that he's
1: obviously something in charge of the transit police and he just but he, cares but, about but they're the not fucking transit police they're, they're nypd they're, they're nypd yeah i thought he, they, they were transit police no yeah. no they're cops yeah. they're well, real, i still think they're still they're real that's cops. still part of the cops system i mean i, I think don't just because they're underground but doesn't but they're, they're not cops
4: See, I don't think they report to him because this is like the first
1: time they've ever seen him. Sure.
4: Well, that, I mean, maybe I mean, they don't
1: know who to the, he is. Yeah. But
3: anyway, they go it's into nebulous. The, yeah, they go into <laughs> yeah. the
1: and they're, they're called into Robert Blake's office, and he begins the typical chief dressing down s- scenario in any cop movie. Yeah. Uh, Nothing goes, stops my money yeah, train. Blah blah blah. Everything but calling him a loose cannon. Yeah. And he always has these things. He eventually, you know, punctuates his dressing down at the end of the sentence with something really weird. Like, one of them is like, I'll fuck you dead. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> I mean, he's just
4: got these... He does. He has weird uh, just phrases every once in a while where it's just like, "I that wasn't in the script. Your weird ass I, came up with that. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just Robert Blake <laughs> yeah. being
0: Robert Blake yeah. Yeah. and threatening to kill people. Yeah. But
4: this just sets up the, like, hey, Possibly fuck this guy. You know? Yeah, really. It sets up the, hey, that guy's a douche. Let's steal all his money. Yeah. Even though it's not
1: his money. Because first they steal his little <laughs> model money train on his desk. Well, yeah. Which he was playing with. That comes in play
4: later yeah money train sure
1: money train well because it's the only money train we see for like the next hour and 20 minutes they have to remind us of money train by showing us the toy money train. because after this they go and they're they get a new partner and it's jennifer lopez let's keep in mind
2: like they don't get chewed out because the kid got shot and killed they got chewed out because the train was late yeah right they As caused they, a delay. Because
1: they were mopping up the blood of this poor, you yeah. know, well, kid. Well, the, the,
4: the workers in the subway system were like, oh, there's a police chase in the subway system. Let's stop all the trains. And so there was like a 45-second delay. Yeah. And so that's, you know. Somehow became 45 minutes. Yeah. Because. No one stops the money train, is yeah. what yeah. Robert Blake says in the first, like, Two minutes of
2: this movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, right to camera, like, oh. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> stops my <by> money. <laughs> they train. wanted to get it out of the way. But yeah. we definitely hear money train plenty more times. Mm-hmm. And he's also very possessive about it. He's like, it's my money, my money train. Yeah. Ah, my subways. Yeah. The way he plays it, like, the only train that matters is the money train. Sure. Ever. Mm-hmm. Like, there wouldn't be money
1: on that train if you just fuck up all the other trains because, you know, that's people that's, would stop taking the subway. Yeah, that's fair. Money. But
2: yeah. by the <laughs> end of the movie, they make it clear that, like, Human life matters less than sure. the money train arriving on well, time. Well, he
1: established that right away. I mean, he's like, yeah. fuck those cops that are chasing this guy. Yeah. But anyway. The,
4: the, yeah. Well, yeah, because he's like, killing that kid sent a message. That's the best PR I could get, which yeah. is you don't fuck <laughs> with the money train. Right.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: And everyone on the money train, all the guards, act accordingly also. Yeah, they're like... Because uh, they're just complete assholes. Oh, well, they all open fire. They're just like,
4: kill this guy. Yeah. yeah. And then they they get into a fight with...
1: Oh, with the transit cops. Yeah. So yeah. I, mean, I can't believe that. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, it, it, it goes and they, for whatever reason, the, the subplot is now, oh, I, I think first we get the, the lady burning, right? Yes. Okay. So one of the things that's notorious about this movie is this movie came out and there was this character in it. It's played by Chris Cooper. Named Torch. Named Torch. And his thing is, is he goes to the ticket booth, which is all locked up with one little tiny window. You've mm-hmm. seen it a million times. And he has this little hose full of whatever butane fluid that we he love you know, he he throws under in there and he's basically like give me all the money or i set you on fire so they open the door and he generally sets them on fire anyway right which he does
2: yes yeah and says
1: it's not about the money yeah yeah and the, they bust in and kind of stop this right Actually, all this well, happened after they, J Lo joined it because no, not this no? first thing, no. the first one
2: because no, they, they, actually, yes, yeah, because she, she, she he helped.
1: Yeah, okay. So
2: anyway, what well, I was
1: what I was getting at earlier is like they have this meeting where they're like, "Hey, you got a new partner? She's just transferred here. Hey, it's Jennifer Lopez. Hey,
3: you know?" And they're <laughs> like, "Oh,
1: hot! Yay, girly! Let's hit." Yeah, on they're her. both
4: instantly like, "Oh, a woman! We're going to have sex with her."
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> first day on the job they're, they're trying to do the decoy thing and this is when this torch thing happens right the, the, the notoriety of this movie is that after the fact after this came out someone tried to recreate this and crime yeah you know, and so it was like blame the movies well crime. There, was a, there was a
4: big outcry just to pull the movie sure and, and Columbia was like nah
2: <laughs> yeah and they wanted like all the advertising taken yeah. out of all the train stations which they're like no that's
1: that's
4: how we
2: best, best place yeah. to put money train yeah <laughs>
1: People just riding the subway are like, you know what? Let's go see this. This is kind of boring I wonder if <laughs> there was a train here that was full of money That'd yeah. be exciting Yeah It's like, oh look, the money train But other than this torch sequence happening And they they chase him and he gets away And then he doesn't show up again for like 45 minutes Yeah And this begins the subplot where we can gloss over this pretty quickly, I think I think we can Because she shows up, they both go gaga over her yes. And are fighting each other to date her
2: And it becomes very high schoolish between the two of them. It's like, Woody likes her, so you're not allowed to talk to her anymore. Right. Yeah. Oh, we haven't set up the fact that... Even though she likes Wesley Snipes. These two are brothers. Yes. Yeah, they're adopted foster brothers. brothers.
4: (laughs) Right. So that's the running joke in the movie, is that they're brothers. Yes. Uh, And earlier, Woody had... he, He asked Wesley for some money so he could go buy him a Christmas present, and then he immediately went and gambled it and lost it to
1: mobsters. And somehow His whatever present was the rest of the movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and and whatever little bit of money Wesley Snipes handed him, somehow he turned it into $15,000. Yeah, he owes $15,000 to these mobsters, so yeah. mm-hmm. they dangle him over a building and Wesley Snipes comes and rescues him and promises them the money soon.
4: Yeah. But basically, this establishes that Woody's like this sad sack, degenerate gambler, idiot mm-hmm. who can't do anything right. So he's the character from White Men
1: Can't Jump mm-hmm. again. Yeah, and so he likes Jennifer Lopez. Ah, but see, this time Wesley Snipes gets to the Latina girl. Mm-hmm. Ah, twist. Yes, you about the twist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so someone rewrote the movie basically, but somehow made it
2: boring. Yeah, but it's not any of the same people. No. Yeah, like Ron well, Shelton. Been, Ron Shelton, no, nowhere I, I know, involved in this. I know. Yeah. I know. And originally they brought the guy who wrote Die Hard 2 mm-hmm. on yes. and Bad yeah. Boys 1, but then fired him mm-hmm. and got an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, basically, that, like,
1: <laughs> what I'm saying we can gloss over, I mean, it's literally, it's like 45 minutes of uh, I like her, no I like her, and she's kind of flirting with both of them. They keep having these little things. Mm-hmm. And eventually she just kind of goes up to Wesley Snipes and says, like, you, I want you. Yep. They have this little dancing scene. They go back and bone. Well, well, no, they, they don't. that's right. Where to he boxing. punches her in the face, yeah. yes,
2: to the ground, because she calls Woody a loser, and mm-hmm. so he immediately a fuck up.
1: Specifically, her. whenever somebody calls him a fuck up, yeah, Woody Wesley, he, loses like he can shit. tell him he's fucking up, but he can't call him a fuck up because right. that's like calling Marty McFly a chicken. Exactly, that's exactly yeah. what it is. He's like he can he can be he can fuck up, but he can't beat a fuck up, exactly. and then it's like oh, we're both gonna fight you for mm. that. But anyway,
4: before we go any further, I just want to mention the hats.
1: Oh sure, let's talk about the all
4: the different hats. Of a
0: thousand hats. Every scene in this movie shit.
4: features twenty-five to thirty hats. This
1: hat, this movie has more hats than the Adjustment Bureau. It's yeah. There's a lot <laughs> of the hats. Hat movie. Every I mean, that movie revol- the plot revolved around hats. <laughs> yeah, and this it movie did it has, has take more. Place in Manhattan. Yeah. Oh. Hat, oh, which has hat right in it. Oh yeah. Oh, no, I see what you did there. Yeah, but they
4: have they have hats when they're drunk, and then they have hats when they're off duty, and uh-huh. then when they turn a corner, they have different hats on. They have sure. drunk and hats, the, yes. And then when they're out in a crowd, the, all the people in the crowd have crazy
2: hats. Sure, and and hoods have, and hoodies, and, yes, yeah. and fedoras. And just I mean, and, uh,
4: 1995 in New York, was fucking hats.
2: Yeah. Whoever the costume person is on this movie, like they wanted to bring hats back. Yeah. They're like, I'm not just like a hats. costumer;
1: I'm a haberdasher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, we, Alan Mott. We're gonna sell some fucking hats with this movie. But yeah, like I mean, seriously, it's like. Wesley Snipes is rocking a, a beret for like a good yeah. portion of this movie. Yeah, a goddamn beret. Yeah, Sorry,
4: and they mostly don't It's not even raspberry. Off.
1: It's <laughs> no, it's a black beret. Yeah. I mean, it's a Black
4: Panther beret. <laughs> well, except he's not wearing it. that <laughs> Oh way no, at all. it's way more French than that. Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah, well,
3: it's,
1: it's got it's the little, floppy. I
0: it's, got it's got the little knob on top. Yeah, it's yep, the, the- yep. yeah yeah. He Wears it a little bit funky,
3: but he, you know, do, he does wear it. If it wasn't
1: 1995 way. and they were still smoking in movies, he would have like a long cigarette holder.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hello, I am with lips.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then like when he's got a ski cap, he doesn't even pull it over his ears. Yeah. It's okay. like there's no point to that. I, I know, but he's anyway. just wearing a hat that's the hats. to wear a hat. Yes, when we have
1: hats. The hats have been mentioned. Okay, good. So yeah, like an hour and ten minutes into the movie, I think Torch shows back up right and because, because they've set up a sting yeah they've set up jennifer lopez in in the booth now mm-hmm. and but because they, on the one day torch decides to come back to the they're subway they're saying that
0: they're just trying to get like a robber they didn't even mention that it's torch they're trying to catch and i
4: don't know if it was no, i they think were, they were just trying to catch they, a robber They were
1: specifically trying to get him because they were they said like he only does this to women tellers yeah, yeah. okay he only yeah. tries to torch the. but women i'm guess
4: for whatever reason they've just decided he's a robber sure yeah which Not i guess is like a crazy crime.
1: attempted murderer no yeah. no Some <laughs> weird on. pyro guy yeah crazy but anyway so yeah of course he shows up but only after he pushes some dude in front of the subway train to distract them because well, yeah he, he immediately figures out the whole place yeah, is crawling well, he, with he the sees cop. her guy in the movie because he you know he you know they had a one-on-one confrontation right earlier in the movie yeah, yeah. hello yeah kind of dumb yeah McFly <laughs> yeah so he pushes some random guy in front of the subway train and all of the cops go Ah, let's go investigate that. and they didn't know it was him. To be fair, Jennifer Lopez, you know, alone in the booth, right? And she's like not paying a bit of attention because she has no backup. So why be paying attention? And Wesley has
4: run out with the rest of the cops to go investigate the person who fell on the tracks. Woody has come into the room. This is like the the morning after. Woody has wandered into Wesley's apartment and seen him in bed with J Lo, who up to that point he thought he still had a shot with. Right? Was it because time
0: was really ephemeral in this movie? It it was. It
4: all took place in like a week.
0: Yeah.
1: And they were like, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. And next thing you know, it's like... Happy New Year. You owe us this by January 1st. Right. <laughs> okay. So mm-hmm. it was
4: like the next morning, because because yeah. Wesley was like, you reek a booze. And he was like, no, that was last night. I'm okay now. Um, but so... And, and before that, <laughs> we, uh, Wesley had given Woody Harrelson $15,000 to go pay the gamblers back. Mm-hmm. And However. so <laughs> Woody gets on the train and is immediately pickpocketed by a 90-year-old woman. And
1: mm-hmm. just... For, who, who is dressing like Eliza Doolittle? Yeah, I mean, it's
4: yeah. Fucked up. And for some stupid reason, goes to the gangsters anywhere. And he's just like, I lost the money, and so they beat the shit out of him. <laughs> right. And so on his way home, he stops by to see his brother, who's in bed with who he thought was going to be his girlfriend. Yep. So he's not in the best place right now. So he's left to supervise J Lo, and he can't hold like binoculars. He keeps dropping them, and he can't focus when he looks in them. And he's distracted. He's just looking around the room. So mm. this gives Torch plenty of time to
1: menace her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But luckily, he never actually gets a chance to light the match because first, Woody Spotsman is like code 11 or whatever and everybody goes running towards her. And then she very awesomely just pulls the gun out <laughs> and shoots right <laughs> oh, at his yeah. head through yes. the glass. And she yeah. pulls Great. out like
2: a six-shooter, yeah. too. So, I mean, it's like big bullets coming out yeah. of that yes. thing and she just Bam. immediately I mean, she right mi- at the head. She misses yeah.
1: him, but still, it yeah. was kind of awesome that it was just like, not woman in danger. It was like, fuck you yeah. to the face. Oh, right? yeah. And so, he takes off again, goes running down the subway. So, Wesley Snipes has to... Uh, chase him, I guess, because well, he's an action star, unlike Woody Harrelson, right? And <laughs> they run around for a little bit and run, you know, again, unlimited stamina in this movie. Mm-hmm. And eventually, he stops. Oh no, he he blindsides him with a pole from the out of out of the shadow yeah. from yeah. the from the stuff random pole, in the, yeah, in the, <laughs> the random pole bucket <laughs> that they keep in the subway, right? Yeah. And um, so they start fighting a little bit, and he starts spraying out his fluid and stuff, and is about to light him on fire. Mm-hmm. And Wesley now has the oh torch had grabbed the gun right torch has the gun menacing him with the gun and the lighter fluid Mm -hmm. and he grabs this pole and i don't know makes some one-liner joke about you're fired or whatever it's not even that good no (laughs) that would have been better yeah Yeah. and that strikes the metal lights the thing on fire and torch goes up in a blaze of glory but that's not good enough for this movie nope or any movie with a guy like this because here comes a train well he comes at
4: wesley Mm-hmm. And Wesley flips him over, right. and gets out of the way. And then yeah, train comes. Train
1: and hits comes. the dude that's on fire yeah. while Wesley Snipes rolls out of the way to
2: save it him. Gives the money shot, yeah, awesome. right. That was the best. As part the, of the train movie. wipes out, yes, Torch. flaming dude, yeah. right,
3: who
4: otherwise served no purpose. Sure,
2: but I wonder it, if that was like rewritten in. It's it kind got feels to like have it. Have it, it feels something. something
4: happening in this movie besides yeah. the two of them moping around and fighting over jailer. I
1: feel like they need a dirty hairy villain or something, and it, like it just doesn't. Seemed like it belongs in this movie. Yeah. It's just
2: bizarre. It is It is weird. Well, The most bizarre part is that it just gets resolved.
1: Yeah.
4: And it has, it has yeah. nothing like
2: to do... In the middle of the second act.
4: I kept thinking that he was going to be somehow involved in the heist, which no one has mentioned, but I figure is coming because the mm-hmm. movie's called Money Train.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: I
4: figured I he's going to be like the evil mastermind behind it. And there was a scene earlier where, for some reason, even though Robert Blake hates them, he stations... Wesley and Woody on the train, and they immediately, yeah, and they all get into a fight with the regular
0: dudes. One filling in because it's Christmas time or whatever. Yeah, but the
2: regular dudes are just complete assholes. I mean, the guys like poking Wesley in the shoulder with like the barrel end of a shotgun. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's like any reasonable human being does not do that because you will blow that guy's arm off. Yeah,
0: but awesome looking shotgun by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Menacing nickel-plated thing. Hell but the yeah. thing yeah. I Shields, thought, that, man, they always yeah. make guns yeah. look awesome.
4: But the thing I thought this was all building to is that that leads to a scene where they're getting dressed down by um, Robert Blake, who's mm-hmm. like twenty-five thousand dollars is missing, and then that's immediately resolved. Like, yeah, a guy sp- walks in, is like, yeah, he's like, and I was like, yeah, you can go. Yeah, like someone confessed, yeah. and he's just sitting there the whole time, like really, like determinedly thinking. And I'm thinking, okay, there's obviously something more going on here, because then later. Like, when Woody Harrelson has hit total rock bottom, Robert Blake comes back to him again, and he's being a dick about it, but it still seems like he's like, I got, you know, if you want to you redeem yourself, you know, come work for me. Well, he basically, he's like, mm-hmm. beg me to help you. Yeah, basically. And it sort of sounded like, okay, I'm going to demean you a little bit, but then I'm going to reveal that there's something going on, and you can stop it. Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen either. Nope.
0: But yeah, After I mean, this, after this, it basically is like, Robert Blake's going to make him rob the train or something.
2: Something, yeah, yeah something well, That's, that's more what they set up. I mean, they have the guys running the money train. Mm-hmm. The cops on it are complete assholes. Yeah. So movies have conditioned us to think, okay, they're going to pull an inside job. Mm-hmm. And when they say the money's gone, they obviously set it up that they're going to frame these two for it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that just vanishes. Yeah.
4: It's completely. just It's just another plot that just stops. And you're just like, well, I mean, this is almost like a slice of life. Uh, of these transit cops and the one moment where j-lo walked into their lives and it sort of messed up their brotherhood friendship thing Mm -hmm. yeah because
1: after he basically demeans him and is like beg me for your job and he's like fuck you yeah and and wesley steps in and is like don't talk that way to my brother because he calls him a fuck up and Mm -hmm. they almost come to fisticuffs there Mm -hmm. and then like he's Mm -hmm. i'm taking both your badges so now they're both basically off the force which i don't Mm -hmm. even understand how that works sure but (laughs) i'm just saying that happens and then like Woody hits even more rock bottom because the gangsters come to visit him one more time and they're like, look, obviously threatening you with your life isn't working. We're going to, you know, threaten someone you love. Like, I don't know, wife, girlfriend, or maybe your brother. Yeah. And he's like, And (laughs) They beat his ass. So he's immediately like back to like, I'm going to rob the money train. Mm -hmm. Sends Wesley a message in a Christmas box of the (laughs) model money train. Right. With a note that says like, see you in the islands or something like that. So Wesley's like, oh shit, he's actually robbing the money train. Mm -hmm. I have to go stop this. Mm Mm-hmm. The last 30 minutes or 20 minutes, maybe more like it, is a blur of like, oh, shit, I got to go stop it. He jumps on his motorbike. Magically right, knows maybe, where maybe. he's going to be because they've discussed that. Yeah, they how, thought, you, how you would do this is you right. know Go into the construction site that's in Central Park.
4: But the thing about this is that all throughout this movie, like as soon as Woody Harrelson sees the money train, he's like, "I'm fucking robbing the money train," and Wesley's like, "Ha that's funny." Well, he keeps kind
1: of going along with it. Just yeah, like, but he
4: keeps like, "Yeah, tell me your plan." And it's yeah. just like, he tells him all the plans He says, "Look, we're cops. We can't do that." And then, but that just keeps happening. The whole mm-hmm. like is like Wesley gets like one step closer every time to being like, "Yeah, fuck that guy. Let's rob his train." It's like he he keeps forgetting that they're cops and it's just mm-hmm. like yeah that guy's a jerk we should steal all that money. And and so that the, the like you were saying the the moral ambiguity of this movie is so odd
1: because it,
4: it leads to Wesley doing the motorcycle
1: chase, right? Because what there. Cause Woody has literally like gone down his hole in yeah. Central Park is like for whatever reason. His hole did he go down? <laughs> his hole, <laughs> the, the, the construction <laughs> hole in Central Park. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is that it, what they call also it? Now? his <laughs> like you know mm-hmm. his, uh, you know his <laughs> metaphorical hole, hole, right. hole of, of <laughs> depression yeah. and everything. Bloomberg has since cleaned yeah. up that yeah. hole. It's not yeah. there anymore. Exactly. <laughs> but for whatever reason, he's blow torching this this gate on the bottom of the train, which is just held on by bolts. It's
2: sure. Like, but no, let's blowtorch Yeah, why not bolts? Yeah, I mean, wrench, you got a wrench it.
4: Blowtorch is more shit. would be quicker, mm. cooler looking. Was produced by John Peters. He didn't know what the fuck exactly. he, was doing. he was like, blowtorch. <laughs> We're lucky there wasn't a giant spider exactly. on the subway train.
1: You know. but, so he's basically in the, the middle money of dropping it. a giant spider. His plan is, is, like, he catches it when it's at a stop. All of the guards leave the train for some reason. Really only, dumb. Only the conductor <laughs> is left on the train, yeah. and he's basically like, start the train, now get off, and throws right. the guy off in the moving train. Yeah. And so So now he has the money. Now he's on the money train with all the money and the guards are like, Hey, Mm -hmm. so (laughs) Wesley comes his, his bright idea. Keep in mind, this is now New Year's Eve. Yeah. His bright idea is I'm going to haul ass on my motorcycle and I'm going to catch the, I'm going to catch my brother in Central Park by driving through Times Square. Mm -hmm. New York cops. Yeah. And his idea is on New Year's Eve Mm -hmm. to drive through Times Square and he gets there and looks shocked. When there's like two million people, right? But it doesn't stop him because he still gets no. there pretty quickly. Yeah. He just rides down the. Steps he just of looks the subway dejected. He's like, oh, oh, yeah,
4: this is oh, going on. Well, yeah. I'll just go
1: down here. So
2: anyway, yeah. he, Why not run? Yeah, running know. more efficient because through a crowded space. He had to do stunts. A goddamn motorcycle. He had to do stunts yeah. because he's he, tired of pushing people around. He drives all <laughs> the
1: way down the escalator and all the way down to the subway track train, mm-hmm. and there's a train leaving, and he's like, I'm going faster than the train, and jumps off the end of the of the track, and. Yep is now riding in front of the train and catches up with the money train. Yeah. We never really see him board the money train or how he actually catches up with them, but... I'm not exactly sure of how the where and the... Woody uh, stops for a few minutes. Like, he's about to carry the money up
4: to, to, to center part. Yeah. yeah, and he gets up there, and there's three horseback... <laughs> cops on horseback just hanging out up there, and Woody's like,
3: Fuck! Yeah,
2: and they're <laughs> passing, like, a flask around. Let's you know, whatever. Yeah, but... And so
4: Woody's plan immediately has gone to shit. His dumb mm-hmm. dumbass he has, plan. He has a
2: credible freak out once he gets down. Yeah, he's yeah. he's
4: he's, he's, d- he's picked two bags of money that he's going to steal. And so once he goes back down
1: the stairs, he's just throwing them all over the place. And just yeah. like, God it, damn it. Gets back on the train. And that's when Wesley's like, hey, and hey. you scared Surprise. me. Surprise. Yeah. He's like, oh, plan A didn't work. My, um, yeah, plan B. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's the ticket. We're going on to plan B now. So they start the train back up. Because well, they, now, see people, they see cops, the cops come down trying, the tunnel yeah. because Wesley's like, come on, man, let's get out of here. Let's
4: just disappear.
1: Yep. They start the train back up and, and Wesley's like, hey, you know they're just going to stop the train remotely at the next station, right? And he's like, oh, yeah, we should bleed the brakes. We won't have any brakes. Uh, Well, do fuck we, it. Yeah, bleed the brakes. <laughs> so they do. So now they're on a runaway train. Yes. And they're never coming back. Nope. And,
2: <laughs> and these are cops. Yes. yes. Cops. These are cops. Yes. Two
1: cops. And again, Wesley just... Teetering dangerously close to
3: Yeah well, let's yeah, just steal it. the
1: money Let's do this we're here <laughs> And murder all these cops in the tunnels <laughs> Now the now the subplot after they blow through the Brake thing that didn't work yeah. Is Robert Blake's like god damn it get me my money train <laughs> And he orders a train That's in front of them on the tracks to- well, no, no 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 you're skipping the barricade Oh, that's right. First, they try the, bar- the barricade The scene we thing. watched twice. Yes. <laughs> First, they have this idea Big, of
4: giant steel barricade and 40 cops with every manner of gun mm-hmm. shooting, all shooting of them at, at once. train. Yes. And
1: they fired all the guns at yeah. once. Yeah.
4: And Robert Blake sets up this barricade like they're going to hit that barricade and turn into a pancake. Mm-hmm. They will be dead. Yeah. Keep yeah, in mind, yeah, he's broadcasting to them. He doesn't say. know that it's them. Like, they no, still he has know, no idea yeah. who it is.
1: But so their response to that is basically just like, go faster. Yeah, it's the response <laughs> in any of these movies. Speed. Sure die punch, hard speed, everything just speed it. up yeah. <laughs> speed yeah so th- t- they blow through that and yeah. just plow speed. right through that barricade mm-hmm. um yeah and then then it becomes there's a train in front of them start skipping all of your stops yeah and and robert blake is basically like saying we're going to use this train to block them mm-hmm. they'll slow them down
4: they're not getting out they can't yeah. get through or they're, that they're, train
1: they're not going to run through the train they'll just stop the train yeah. but of course they can't no so it, they catch up to this train. Yeah. But train lackeys peep- in
4: the office are like, but sir, that'll derail the train and people will die. And he's like, it's worth it. <laughs> totally worth <Yeah>. it. Train <laughs> Nothing keeps a stops the money. The- yeah, acceptable losses <laughs> to get the money
2: train right. back.
1: So what, for whatever reason, Wesley and Woody are hanging out in the back of the train, not even paying attention to where it's going. No, that didn't even back it down after running through the barricade. They're just like, "Fuck it, full speed ahead." Well,
4: no, they get into a fight because because yeah, Woody's,
1: Woody's like gathering up the money
4: that's now strewn all over the money right. train, and he's like, "I'm t- I'm getting paid." Yeah, and Wes is like, "Nah," and then they have their fight. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they fight. He almost falls out of the train. Falls out of the train. Rob, pulls him back uh, in. That was their bonding moment. Now everything's okay. And that's when they, and apparently
1: Woody's like, "Oh, I'm not going to steal the money because you almost died." He's
4: like, "Come on, let's go turn off the train."
1: Oh, we can't. And they they get up there, and it's like, it's well, stuck. They're, they're walking up to turn turn down the train, and yeah. that's when they ram the, the <laughs> passenger train for the first time. Right.
3: Yeah. And mm-hmm. it
1: becomes, oh, shit, we can save them if we, we have no brakes, because we can't slow this down, but we can throw it into reverse, and we're probably going to derail and roll a whole bunch of times, and we'll die, but all those people will be saved. Right. Hooray. And then when he's like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a solution for both of this somehow to work out. Yeah, he comes up with that quickly. I, uh, he grabs a pole, basically <laughs> turns it into a joust in the front of the train. It's yeah. like when this hits the train the next time, it's going to you know, slam the thing into reverse and we can jump off onto the train in front of us. Yeah, it's a good plan. Yeah, I like it. <laughs>
4: <So> Physics.
1: That's <laughs> what they do. China? Yeah. Yeah. They climb on,
4: on top of the train and they're they're being jerky and, they, and
1: yeah and then they it, it hits, it, The train rolls like 30 times yeah. They're on a train that rolled 30 times very <laughs> Right bad in front day. of
4: Robert Blake who has come down into The subway and is pushing people around like right. Get me my goddamn money train
1: and apparently they Just jump right into the train and blended right in the crowd Because they're walking out and they Spot Robert Blake and they're like oh shit Well they're like hey we yeah. heard
4: about this on the Scanner and we thought we'd come down to help And Robert Blake's like you two idiots
1: get out Of here you're not even cops yeah. and then they both Punch him
4: Yay. And then they both punch him, and he flies back like a cartoon. Yes. Again. <laughs> Through the air, the 20 slingshot. feet backwards. Yes. mm mm-hmm.
1: And then Jennifer Lopez shows up just as he's like screaming out to have them arrested of like, no, you're under arrest because you endangered all the lives for your stupid money train. Right. And then and she then, does a Yes. And then <laughs> f- it's basically almost like a freeze frame. <laughs>
3: yeah. I
1: mean, it might as well be because they come out of the subway and, and it's it's counting down New Year's Eve. It's one right when they get to the top yeah. of the steps. And they hug and he's like, hey, why, why are you, you putting on weight? And oh, are you still half a million dollars? Ha <laughs> ha. Credits. Reggae music.
3: Happy
1: <laughs> times. <laughs> Cue the shaggy. Yeah. Bombastic. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah.
4: The end of this movie is Woody Harrelson walking me. away with over $500,000 for the money train and Wesley Snipes just sort of being like, man. Oh, you. You are crazy.
1: Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Happy New Year, that bro. Seriously, might be the <laughs> weirdest, most morally ambiguous movie I've ever, ever watched. Because, yeah. I, I mean... They didn't stop it, a bad guy. Nope. I mean, well, they,
4: yeah, stopped they did. They stopped me. the
2: shit out of that one guy. Yeah, yeah but I mean, we skipped like, over Wesley Snipes beating the crap out of the mobsters. He did do that. Oh, I yeah. Well, that too. I mean, yeah. We, got a, we got a solid defenestration out that's of it. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Spinning
1: jump kick. Because basically, the mobsters go to their favorite Irish bar that they hang out in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. confront Woody Harrelson in the bathroom the as O'Douls. he's drunk. <laughs> He's the only person in the bar, and they beat him up, and this is when they tell him that they're going to kill his brother, Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they call Wesley. Yeah, they, they, the they drop yeah. the N-word, and apparently the bartender hears all this, but doesn't bother to stop them, goes to Wesley, well, he's, and is he's like, the you know, he's the
0: classic old man bartender. Sure, the other way. Know, sure.
1: But he's all also I Irish. I mean, the guy's probably looking for a fight, let's be honest. <laughs> wow.
0: Racist.
1: You can't. They're not a race. They're Whatever a nationality. <laughs> nationality. Nationalist. Yeah, yeah. I'm part Irish. I'm Either allowed way. to say this. No.
2: Yeah. Either Bigot. way, he goes to Wesley <laughs> Snipes and tells him, your brother's in trouble. Yeah. And but they that's, don't that's tell you everything. <laughs> like, they that's all the conversation yes, we get. Your brother's in trouble. So, yeah, so Yes. He Wesley goes. goes to the strip club First without off, nudity.
1: I was going to say, this place, they roll up outside of it once before. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, it's this place. And then he confronts the monsters and gets beat up outside. Yeah. Then they go inside and we're like, this was a strip club the whole time and you didn't go inside? Yeah. But
2: anyway, so and they do. And then they do, and there's no nudity. Barely, yeah. It's Despite, like, like numerous yeah. swearing throughout the movie. Like, sure. They did not even bother trying to get a PG-13 no. or anything like that, but... Nope. Nudity, no, it's the 90s, it's, so we can't show like anything. It's like in the back.
1: It's, it's there, but barely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, he fights his way through all of the mobsters and then eventually, like, gets to the baldy bad bad guy and throws him through the stripper window.
2: Well, yeah, well, he says, you know, leave my brother alone or I'll right. have to hurt you. Yeah,
4: And he's More. walking and away, he's walking and he away. says... And he turns around, around and says, oh, and... Yeah, by don't the call way, me the N word. Yeah, are you the n-word. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which, if you think about it, means that the bartender went up to his apartment and said, "They did all these things to your brother, and they called you the N word." <laughs> and he's
2: like, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> "We like to think that was like the trigger, right?" <laughs> like like yeah. he didn't really care that they beat the crap no. out of us Yeah, he's not his not used to that. An idiot, but, but, well, uh, they they must, said what? <laughs> my brother got the crap kicked out of him. It must be Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. But racism,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wesley right.
2: Snipes will not... Very motivated. Will yeah. not accept that. We might you know. as well have asked him to
1: pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> the nerve he will from. not accept that either. Son of a bitch. <laughs>
2: yeah. No so, guy, like, yeah. Keep yeah. Him down. so yeah, so those are the only bad guys in the movie. Because otherwise, sure. like, Robert Blake's a bad guy, but only because he kind of has his priorities yeah. out of whack. Yeah, he just turns out to be just a,
4: a power-tripping douche. I mean, he's yeah. not... Crooked or anything. It, well, I mean, you know, he's willing to sacrifice dozens of lives for his stupid money train, but he's not trying to only because
1: our protagonists put their lives in danger. Yeah, I I know, first it's <laughs> true. Yeah. And but, there were air quotes on that protagonist, yeah, by the way. <laughs> the,
2: the cops. <laughs> I just, I wonder what that original script looked like. Because I, they had to have gutted it Because <laughs> it feels like everything is like a leftover from something else. Yeah. That they cut out a bunch of stuff that should have happened, but then it doesn't. Yeah, you know, well, they,
1: and well, like I said, the torch guy is straight out of a Dirty Harry movie. That's yeah. exactly a Dirty Harry villain. That's and exactly what they would do.
4: They so beefed up Jennifer Lopez's role in the middle of this movie, and then like from the the, the second torch scene on she's barely in it to the point where they, they never have a scene where anyone checks on her to see if she's okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, she's been <laughs> doused in lighter
1: fluid, and then it's like, she's gone. She's, yeah. She fires that shot through the window. And, and that's then, the
4: last you see of her for about 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, until she shows up at the end.
4: And they you know, Woody and Wesley are just palling around doing stupid shit, and you're just like, did he want to go check on Grace? <laughs> yeah. Nope. No. Grace, she died, her, she, <laughs> she, she died three scenes
3: ago.
4: <laughs> so yeah, this, this movie. Yeah. yeah. It's
2: a mess. Let's
0: read it. Yeah, it's just a mess. I have a real quick um, piece of potential trivia that, or trivia that may—if
4: it's about the train, I swear
0: to God, it's not the train. I swear, <laughs> no train
1: nerds of the world unite.
0: <laughs> yeah, not not going to do that. Okay, um,
1: train worlds of the of the world couple. <laughs> Aww. Aww. <laughs> a
0: couple of bad jokes. Um, God damn it! <laughs> so, in 1995, yes. the. Uh, transit bureau, the, basically the transit cops were reintegrated with the New York Police Department. Because of this movie? Not because of this movie, but <laughs> I, I just, I imagine that somehow in the millions of rewrites that this script got, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, well, police department, transit department, same thing, so I think Robert Blake's character being mm-hmm. the in charge of the security for the money train
4: they had- was also
0: in charge of the security for okay. the rest of the for the rest of the transit department. That's Fair what I'm guessing. Fair So he's ahead sure. of it's that. It's just never clear. Yeah. Not me. Yeah, they don't even, like, give him a title or anything. No. But Anyhow, that may clear that up. Okay.
1: So. Well, okay. Yeah. I would like to give this movie an anti stargrove if that's possible. <laughs> yeah, that fucking train
0: oh, what song. Oh, sh- no, man. <laughs> no. That's the best. It no. was shaggy. It was terrible. <laughs> it was it
2: boom-basting. Is shag- 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 human, man, like, train weapon knockoff yeah. Mm-hmm. soundtrack.
4: Yeah, there were some almost smoky sax whenever yeah. Woody was in trouble.
1: Yeah, or like the slide guitar. Yeah. Sad now. Blah. Okay. It wasn't me. There are a couple of good scenes. <sighs> like the scene with Torch is really good. Like, I mean, dude, getting lit on fire and then getting hitting by a moving subway train,
2: yeah, is good. Sure. it's out of a completely different movie though.
1: That has to like drag it up from like the dregs of movie rating, though. I, I almost want to want to give it like a single jocks just because like some of the stunts are interesting and stuff, but I can't. There's mm-hmm. like there is ninety plus minutes of movie here, yeah. that is just ugh, ugh, like worse than the drama in White Men Can't Jump with Rose, Rosie Perez, mm-hmm. and there's not even her just going.
3: Ee! the whole time.
2: It's, I mean, <laughs> it's a two, two bags for me. Yeah. It's a movie full of filler. Yeah, It's yeah. a movie of almost all filler. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, they I, forgot to give you the actual parts that matter. And the only scenes that are interesting don't even relate to the plot. Yeah,
4: I almost think if this movie had not been called Money Train if it had been called like Transit Cops or Drunk Decoys or Brothers Who Hit on or J-Lo or something. <laughs> I mean, you know, just something besides giving us hope that the goddamn money train is gonna come somehow come into play and you know i don't know Uh, two bags is accurate yeah it's it's just such a waste of time it's just and like the banter between them is so bad it's just
2: the only funny stuff is robert blake like just his threats to them Mm -hmm. only because they're so off the wall like he tells one of them he's like Oh, there was I'm one. I'm going to chew was... you out so bad. You're going to want to lick your own
3: asshole because yeah, it'll taste <laughs> better. It's like, it's like, one, you're like, wait, what? There was
1: also the one really, really weird racial thing that Woody said. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. it was just like, what? Where the fuck did that come from? The the fire hose
4: reference. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that was just like, holy shit,
1: dude. I know you're <laughs> brothers or whatever, but even that's over a line. Yeah. 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 It's a little bit much. Yeah. yeah. It's just
4: all over the place, and none of those places are really good. Yeah. So, two bags is accurate. Yep. I would go with that.
0: I'll agree. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I don't want to give it. I don't want to step into the half territory, but can't. It's like,
1: <laughs> like I said. There is like the it's good, close the, to three. The good bits could almost push it to a jocks, but it's like it gets bogged down by all the other stuff. Because like I mean, Robert yeah. Blake is funny as is, is the crazed chief. There are a couple of interesting bits of banter and stuff, but like as soon as like I mean, sadly, it's like as soon as JLo Lo enters the picture and it becomes that weird melodrama teen romance thing, it just becomes really stupid and. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I mean, like, if I edited this movie down into its goodness, it, the video would be about 45 seconds. Yep. And that's not good enough. Nope. <laughs> yeah,
2: we totally were expecting something completely different. Sure. Would, yes. <laughs> but even then, even then, like, with expectations, like, erase those, and it's still not good.
0: No. And I've seen this movie before. I'd seen it I don't before remember too. it being like this. Nope. Like, I think I saw it in 1997, maybe, mm-hmm. when it was on HBO or something. I don't remember it being just that awful. Yeah. And I said that before the movie. I was like, I don't remember it being bad. I don't remember it being good. But no, ooh, yeah. I, I guarantee
2: you we will remember nothing about this movie nope. in a month.
0: Nah. I'll remember the guy getting hit by the train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the guy and, on fire and and getting always, Jennifer hit by Lopez <laughs> always have the train. We'll always have the train. And he and that train will always be together.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I will also possibly remember Jennifer Lopez shooting at that guy point blank through the...
2: That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah, it's such a discombobulated movie there's nothing to remember yeah
2: and new year's is barely in it yep yeah
1: how
4: dare
2: you movie mm-hmm.
1: boo right well we have much better things to talk about in the second half okay so let's... including but not limited to movies and golden Yay. jocks
3: yeah golden
0: jocks golden jocks golden jocks <laughs> All right, and welcome back. Hey, second half. Yeah. yeah. You know what it's time for? Uh, more halving? Yes, it is time for... <laughs> half hard. An additional half. Okay. <laughs> half hard with a vengeance. It's also
1: time for... <laughs> <Nope>. Wait, what?
2: It <laughs> didn't sound right nope. at all. <laughs> nope, we're just skipping right over that. That never happened. <laughs> uh,
1: it's time.
0: Time. For the golden jocks. It is. The Golden Jocks. That's better. Here it is. That's what we were waiting for. Yeah. The 2012 Golden Jocks. Or that one. Mm-hmm. Five stars. <laughs> we're in. Far
4: that's, far. that's what it's <laughs> time we
2: for. We need more bumpers. Come on. <laughs> right, Check them
4: out. Just Give me some more bumpers. Just keep doing just keep going. We need all the
1: promos you got in here. <laughs> come on. Run them all.
0: Uh, Say, so, we play your so, favorites. Yeah. We play your favorites.
4: <laughs> It's from, from the top
0: of the, 80s, of the hour to the bottom of the hour. From the 80s, Golden 90s, Jax, 2000s, Jax, 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 Jax. and today. We need to be in stereo so we can actually do that. Casey Kasem. <laughs> Casey Kasem's oh Golden Jacks.
1: <laughs> it hadn't been forgotten Cotton Joe.
4: <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: uh, yep. If I take said the Golden
0: Jacks Joe, I'd been there a
2: long time ago. We saw some movies this year. We did. We did. Well, oh, I didn't, take, I, a, I f- I didn't take a
1: full count, but I, I was looking at like the top grossing movies of 2012 is how I pulled my list to spark my memory, and I was mm-hmm. like, holy shit, I saw that, that, that. I forgot a lot of these were 2012 movies.
2: I saw 22 movies.
1: I didn't do a full count, so I can't. 21 in the theater. I can't compare with you. I'm sorry. I didn't count mine. You should. All right, seven. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I saw five 2012 movies. Well, then so your top five is going to be pretty easy. easy be top easy, top easy. five, pretty easy. set. Top five at five. All right.
1: <laughs> um. So I saw a new one that I'm going to go ahead and spoil is in my top five. Okay. Just came All out, right. and what? I saw Django Unchained.
2: <gasps> How was Django Unchained? It
1: is fucking awesome. Unchained. It good. is unbelievably good. I I am almost ready to declare it might be Tarantino's masterpiece. really Really? yeah keeping in mind he made pulp fiction keeping in mind he made pulp fiction Mm
3: -hmm.
1: not to take away from that movie but i think when you give tarantino long form movie and he stays with one story Mm -hmm. this is what you get and i think that this is awesome Hmm. um he never does a breakaway of like oh let's follow some other characters around for a little while and watch their wacky adventures there's there's like one scene where it kind of plays a little bit for comedy you know it's kind of awkward and weird how it just kind of lingers on, on this one scene for a little while mm-hmm. but then it's like it's kind of just to carry forward and go like good i'm like gl- is it i'm glad that happened like to does these he still have
2: chapter breaks and stuff or not
1: really no.
2: no he, um, so, this is like a straight up movie, movie. Kind I of. Know. I
1: mean, there's one point in the middle where it's just like big text comes up on the screen. And it's like three months later, some things happened, and now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's, like some, the later. it's like the midway point of the movie, sort of, where it just kind of goes like lots of shit happened, and now on to the rest of the
2: movie. All, All right. right. We're skipping the part you don't care about.
1: Except I do. Oh. I was watching this movie and I was like, I would fucking watch this TV show like it was going out of style. If it was Christoph Waltz and Jamie Foxx going around bounty hunting, mm-hmm. I would watch the shit, too? shit out of that movie, our TV show. I mean, just a weekly adventure on HBO <laughs> where they go and murder some people and make money. Okay. Like I could not, I could barely wipe the smile off my face for the first half of this movie.
4: What if they were, uh, what if it was a video game tie
2: in? I don't I don't know <laughs> whatever I'm just saying like From the Captain America route sure yeah.
1: I'm just saying like there there was a point in this movie I mean granted there are some horrific things thrown in to you know make you start to hate the bad guys kind of thing mm-hmm. so there's a there's a couple of brief flashes of like oh my god atrocities sure but like just their chemistry together and like them going on adventures I I could barely wipe the smile off my face and when it gets into kind of more of the pure revenge flick, like everyone kind of expects it to, Mm -hmm. it goes a lot darker and it's, you know, not quite as like smile inducing. I mean, it's still, it's very satisfying when people get their comeuppance and things like that. But I got to say, like, I've always thought Tarantino was quite good at framing shots and everything. This blows everything I've ever seen him do out of the water. Just framing of shots and well-placed like colors and, and positioning and framing and just, so many things I've never seen him do. Hmm. I mean, it's I know he's 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 toyed around with like the western idea. I mean, even from Kill Bill was still kind of presented as a western. Obviously, from Dust of Dawn and whatever his participation in that was. Sure. Mm. Um, and and most recently, definitely in Glorious Bastards was a western World War Two movie. Mm-hmm. This is like okay, now this is a full fuck fucking western. So go for it. Granted, there's still some like music cues and things like that that are modern music, but it's cat people in it. <laughs> no, there's no cat people, but like I, I, I just fucking I love this movie, and I mean it was like I said I could I could easily put it in my top two or three of Tarantino's all time.
4: Where are you gonna put it in your top five of 2012?
1: Uh, well, <laughs> that would be telling.
2: So should we start with our fives? Yeah. Oh, we're gonna do that. Five, five. Yeah. All right. Oh, if our number five. F- yeah, your
1: fifth favorite, if you will.
2: All right then. Your least favorite of the five of the best <laughs> of the best. <laughs> Your least of the best.
4: Hey, <laughs> uh, you want me that to means go? I have
0: to order my movies.
2: So. <laughs> oh no! Yes, I can go them,
4: order them on pay per view.
2: I will say, call a phone number first. <laughs> I will say I had three five star movies, one four and a half, and then like ten fours. Okay, ten But four. the one that was probably the highest among all those for me was Cabin in the Woods. Okay. Cabin in the Woods, number five. Uh, I understand why so many people have gone nuts over it. I don't quite share that sentiment, but that doesn't make it any less good mm-hmm. okay, and fun and just crazy as far as where they go with it. And I'm glad I knew nothing going in. And I hope that there are people still left that, that can see it, that can see it that way of not knowing what I, the hell is going on? I just on recently with that showed movie?
1: it to a friend of mine who knew nothing about it. I was like, "Hey, do you like horror movies at all?" And he's like, eh, "Somewhat. I mean, I'm a big fan of like Halloween movies and everything." Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Give this movie a try. I'm not telling you anything about it. Let's just watch it. It's mm-hmm. good." That was it. I, all, I, all I said was like, "It takes what Scream did a little bit further, and it could possibly explain all horror movies altogether. So mm-hmm. just look at it that way." And because I, I think like just having that little bit of that little nugget of knowledge is enough to like start to kind of. Watch it differently from the beginning mm-hmm, without yeah. getting spoiled as to like because that opening scene would be like what the hell is going on? Well, mm-hmm. the opening movie? scene is immediately telling you there's something more to this right. than. But man,
4: by the end of that movie, it's it's not where you thought it's it was going to be off based right. on those rails. <laughs> right.
3: Yeah,
2: and that's kind of my only the only reason it's not a five star movie for me is it's kind of like a movie that uses all the references horror fans would want, mm-hmm. but I feel like it very quickly stops being a horror movie. Hmm. And I think it undercuts the horror because of its nature. Sure. And it's one of those things that like, there's no way to balance that out because of what it is, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, I wouldn't call it, the first scream a horror movie. I will yeah. probably any scream, but like I would say this is better than any of them.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd, um, I'd much rather watch that movie than yeah. any of the screen movies. Yeah, certainly. But yeah, but I mean, it's still, it's still a terrific movie sure. and it's still a lot of fun and it's still really funny. And, some of the things that they pull off in near the end are just hilarious. In that they set them up way early in the movie and then pay them off later. And there's just a lot of great stuff. But yeah, it's definitely way up there, and I'm sure we'll hear more about it probably from some other people. Hmm. But that's my number five. Cool. Okay.
0: Coming in at number five of the five 2012 movies that I saw this year, <laughs> Prometheus. <laughs> it is. It is a movie made by Ridley Scott. <laughs> yeah, it, it that is, the, is correct. It
3: is your least of the best. <laughs>
0: well, I mean... It's the least it's, of all. So, you know, just yeah, keeping in mind true. that I have I have only five movies on my list. So, you know, this one gets up to number five by... Uh, by, by <laughs> yeah. I
1: will be fair and say that it was creeping into my list, but then I started looking at the list of other things, and I was like, okay, you're off the list. And once you remembered that it... Was as it was. Um, <laughs> I still like what it was. If I
0: had seen another movie or two, it sure. probably wouldn't have made the list at all.
4: Um, but there you go. Okay. All right. Um, I, you know, I had a problem with my list. I the first four were pretty easy, and then the fifth slot was like, eh, there could be like ten movies in here. One of the five hole. <laughs> so uh, I just put. Casa Dima Padre in there, um, which is the little feral Spanish language movie. Okay. Because I really liked it. I, I really didn't think I was going to like it, and I really did. I thought it was really funny in, in sort of a Black Dynamite kind of way. Um, and it just I, – I had the same problem you did, Mackie, where it's like basically I had some five-stars and some four-star movies, and then everything else was like at three-and-a-half stars. And then mm-hmm. just looking at that list, I'm like – well, that, that was a giant disappointment. I don't want to really put that in the top five. So this was like the best of the ones that weren't horribly made and yeah, not But that's definitely a movie where
2: you have to buy into that premise or you're just not going to make it through that thing.
4: Yeah, but I think it's pretty easy to buy into. I, I really think they do a good job of making it ex- accessible because Will Ferrell sells it. I mean... Well, of course he does. Yeah. So.
2: Because he cares about them. He does. <laughs> he cares about what he's making. Yes. Because there's paycheck Will Ferrell and then there's... Will Ferrell, who's actually invested.
4: Yeah, and this is one of the ones where he actually showed up because he wanted to, mm-hmm. not just because they were paying him to be in a sports movie. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so. so my my number five, um, I'm very happy to put it on the list. Um, like, I'm not having this, like, ambiguous, like, what do I put on number five kind of feeling? Uh-huh. Because I, the only reason it didn't immediately go on the list is because I thought it was a 2011 movie, which it was in the rest of the world, but here in America, mm-hmm. came out in 2012,
3: mm-hmm. and that is
1: the Raid Redemption Ah, Ah. and holy shit i am so happy to be able to put that on the list because i can't tell you how happy i was watching dudes getting wrecked in that movie okay um that is the expendable you know boner of violence boner that i had before you know (laughs) the boner of of excellence 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 (laughs) the violence boner Uh, very boner so um yeah I'm, i'm very happy to put that on the list and um yeah, so it, it pushed Prometheus and everything way off the list once I saw that that was a choice. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it gave us
4: dread. It did, <laughs> which is I could almost say is
1: a you know an honorable part five mention All because right. it's similar premise. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we need to we need to add a boner of
0: excellence category.
1: <laughs> Viol- violence, boners.
0: violence mm-hmm. boner. There's a difference. Yeah, violence you boner have to of differentiate
4: excellence. the
2: boners. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, my number four mm-hmm. was safety not guaranteed.
4: I remember that movie coming out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that movie's pretty good. Huh. That movie is one of those very nice self-contained stories that you get a lot in indie cinema when it's done well.
4: Oh, it's not a trilogy?
2: No, oh, it's okay. not. Okay. Trilogy. Yeah, Sweeties. and it's, it, I mean, and it's a quick, it's like 86 minutes long. Oh, but I like it, that. Oh, hit, it, your, hit
1: your mark. Yeah, yeah
2: <laughs> but what they do is they develop every, like, just about every single character in that movie, they develop in a believable and satisfying way mm-hmm. and they leave just enough ambiguity about the ending of the movie that it's fun to kind of debate certain things about it and i just it's it's just a super charming movie and i just i knew i would like it i didn't think i would like it that much those are always and, the good ones yeah and aubrey plaza is just freaking adorable in that movie so that helps, too. She's
0: just friggin' adorable, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's well, a winner. She's extra in that one. Okay. Extra adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Coming in at number four, by virtue of... Being the fourth. Being one of the four <laughs> movies I saw, and also enjoying it, even in retrospect. Sure. Because, um, I mean... Prometheus suffers from retrospect. Once you stop watching that movie, it gets worse and worse for me. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But I still really, really enjoy act of valor, which is just about wrecking dudes.
1: (laughs) Would you say it's a violence boner? Maybe (laughs) it,
0: yeah,
3: that one one does get, that
0: one does get my violent boner of excellence award. ah. Um, your certificate's in the mail. Right. <laughs> we should actually
1: start sending these certificates. No. The <laughs> um, but I am not sending that to actual Navy SEALs. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. You gave me a violence boner. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Yay, America.
0: Um, but yeah, wrecking dudes in exquisite fashion. And that the, the one scene that I still don't want to tell anybody about because mm-hmm. seeing it, it, kind of seeing the lead up and then seeing the payoff is worth all almost all of the money in the world. Um, well, just a lot of money. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well,
2: not anymore.
0: <laughs> it's, but, you know, well, yeah, yeah it's, inflating. it's, it's excellent. We'll print more. Yeah, right. We'll print up a bunch of, uh, BAMF bucks to hand out. <laughs> nice.
4: I want some Cougar, ends. cougar ends,
0: yes. <laughs> The Democratic Republic of the Congo or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> uh, that's how you paid old whores. It's with Cougar
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Young whores uh, take them too. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Brought to you by Rand McNally. <laughs> All
4: right. Number four is a movie that I think people both in this room and in the listening audience are convinced that I did not like, even though I tried to convince people that I did like it. So it's number four. One. It is The Avengers. Yay! So, um, I, You know, it, it has some problems, but that does not detract from how much fun that movie is. So I liked The Avengers. <laughs> Newsflash: Chuck
0: <laughs>
2: hates the Avengers. It only comes in at number four on his list. <laughs> so you hated it more than three other movies, right? You. Yes. Okay.
4: Clearly not as be- not as good as the.
2: You're just three. that voice of dissent. That's all. you were playing devil's advocate. I was not somewhat. well
4: because I have no Avengers backstory. I have sure no connection you have, what, to
1: four it. Four movies leading up
2: to it. Right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I watched okay. those things. Five movies. No, <laughs> thing. movies. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, I mean, you had valid complaints. Thank you very much. Even if they were wrong. Mm-hmm. God damn it. They're, they're validly <laughs> wrong. That's okay. Okay. We've, we've Fair <laughs> validated enough.
1: their wrongness. Fine. Yeah. As long as they're valid. But, validated. yes, that movie's
2: a hell of a lot of fun. Yes, yes. it
1: is. And it will be coming up again. So, for me, number four, this is probably going to make a lot of people gasp, but when you hear the rest of my list, you'll understand why. Number four for me, Skyfall.
3: <gasps>
1: I know. <gasps> it's not higher. How did it crumble <laughs> so far? It's not higher, but...
3: <laughs> Stop, your <laughs> Adele Adele. Stop your
0: Adele Stop your Adele all our words
3: <laughs> Is
0: that like italicizing yeah, Only you make them kind of wide Yeah Yeah yeah. Uh,
1: uh, yeah. so Skyfall number four for me We've talked enough about Bonds You know about Skyfall Let's watch
2: them all again I'm sorry that's not higher But when I my top
1: three I will make my cases Okay as long
2: Yeah as that's it. actually my number three Okay is Skyfall Well there you go Talk about it's, Skyfall.
4: It's good. Okay, it's pretty good. Skyfall. It's the
2: best. It's the best Craig Bond. I think. Mm-hmm. I f- still think that. Yeah. Yes.
3: Yeah. Uh, no. No. But and yeah. I think it
2: Hughes enough towards the old stuff that it satisfied me. Even though, I mean, the casino part does get a little goofy.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> fucking come on, In a way, a way I, a way dude, I yeah. can still get behind. <laughs> It's fucking. yeah, I, should, yeah for a I, think, I
2: think the issue is like that movie only truly picks up once Javier Bardem shows up. Yeah, and, and he doesn't show up until a while into it. Yeah, that's the only real quibble I have with it. But otherwise, I I really like that movie a lot. And Roger Deakins is, that is a god,
4: a gorgeous looking movie. And that
2: movie me. doesn't work, especially that last forty five minutes without him. Yeah, so coming in at
0: number three, and this this is where the cusp where it finally breaks into movies that actually would have been on my top five had I seen more than five movies. Certainly. Um, (laughs) The Man with the Iron Fists.
4: Oh, yeah, starring RZA.
0: Starring, written, directed, (laughs) and starring the RZA. And Russell Groh. And Russell Groh. Um, This could have made the top five had I seen more movies. Mm -hmm. um, Because it was so much fun. To watch, it's so enjoyable as a ridiculous fucking rap Hong Kong movie, um, or rap kung fu movie, but... Um, we don't get enough of those. No, no we don't. And I, I think the RZA needs to make another movie. Okay. <laughs> he, probably, he probably thinks the same thing. Co-written with Eli Roth. The, I, the I,
1: Man with the Golden Fists? Something like that. The or re-
0: Return of the Man with mm. the Iron Fists? Sure. Or Son of the Man with the, the iron, iron Fists? Man with the
2: Iron Feet bride Whoa. of the man with the iron fist yes the iron that appendages. could happen too yeah
0: the entire abbott and th-
2: costello meet the man with the iron fist <laughs>
0: yeah. iron the man. three stooges versus <laughs> the man with the iron fist okay. snow white and the three stooges and the man with the iron fist meet but abbott and costello right <laughs> um i've already said it but you need to see this movie if you like
4: stupid kung fu and the rizza okay we like some of that yeah and russell Groh. <laughs> who doesn't like that <laughs> uh number three on my list we've already talked about it skyfall um i like it wow oh, even though it degenerates into home alone at the end and i think straw dogs the finality of a character in the film is kind of bullshit but uh mm. yeah good stuff i went out to the movies to see that you did I did. You went with us. I did. I went with all of you guys. We got posters and it was like 4 a.m. when it ended. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was awesome. That's why you go to the
1: movies. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it was foggy, like London. Yeah, it was. Like foggy London town. (laughs) (laughs) So number three for me has already been mentioned and it has dropped from number two. Thanks to today's movie. That will be The Cabin in the Woods.
2: Number three for me. Hmm. Yeah, that was a movie you demanded I see. You went with me to see it. But. I
1: enjoyed the shit out of that movie. And yeah, you was, tried to get me to go right away, too. I was sitting very strongly at number two, but uh, yeah, then today happened. <laughs> All
2: right.
3: Damn it, today.
2: Oh, today. Mm-hmm. Oh, you. Sweet. <laughs> so yeah. So, my number two movie is one that I actually have not talked about on the podcast. <gasps> Uh-oh. I Why not? You didn't see this. Moonrise Kingdom. Really? Yes. Whoa. What?
1: I know. Seriously? I thought yes. you didn't like Wes Anderson. Are you yeah, you I don't usually. Okay.
2: But this one... That's why this is
1: such a shock to me. That I was
2: what know. was interesting, is this I'm one, through smells. the first half hour or so, it was... I was kind of uh, like processing it, but then once I bought into the style and everything, suddenly everything in the movie kind of clicked, mm-hmm. and I was all in. And it, it's just... It's, it's an interesting movie because it's it feels like an older guy remembering what childhood was like in like his idealized mind kind of. And that's what it feels like with these kids is that this is kind of this idealized version of being 12 and being in love Mm -hmm. and it all worked. And the, you know, the kid actors are really good and I am not one for kid actors as anyone who's listened to the podcast for any amount of time knows. Yeah. But these two are really good and everyone else in the movie is really good. And they all have their own, they all intersect in ways that you don't expect thematically. You know, it's, it's not like, Oh, they're just plot points in each thing. Each person's life in this movie is tied in a certain way that is very parallel to others. And it's just, it's really, it's probably the Wes Anderson movie I've liked the most. Wow. And, which is funny because at, like, half an hour in, I was like, you can stop being quirky, everybody. You can just... It's like, I, I get it. You're all quirky. You're all... You're all going to behave that way. But then once, you know, once you kind of accept that and move on, it's a really terrific movie. Have,
1: have you actually watched the Darjeeling Limited?
2: No, that's the only one I haven't seen. Actually. I think
1: you should. Because I think you're going to f- probably feel the same way about that. Like, I... I'm a big fan of the Royal Tenenbaums. I, that's probably his most quirky movie. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of just being his... Well, not sophomore. That was actually his, his third movie. But I mean, I just felt like after coming off of uh, Rushmore, it was like, okay, I need to out quirk that. Mm-hmm. But it still works for me. But Darjeeling Limited has kind of become the one I feel is most infinitely rewatchable. And I haven't seen Moonrise Kingdom yet. But I just find that like when that comes on, I will just sit and watch it. I don't know what it is. It's kind of captivating as a movie to me. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and I mean we watched Rushmore that night actually yeah. after oh, we got wow. back to the theater we went and watched that and that one I still like I like it but
4: no but I no. find
2: Max so despicable at certain points that I can't I have to stop rooting for him as well as for for Bill Murray in that movie. But this movie doesn't like I didn't have that rejection of the characters like that. Mm. And it's just yeah. Yeah, the only everybody. One, and it's really good. The only one
1: I really I I find myself liking less over time is uh, Life Aquatic. I mean, I don't dislike it. It's just it's not aging as well as those other ones are yeah. to me. So. Yeah.
2: And this one, like there's something about Wes Anderson's style that, you know, like, like as soon as you're watching it, like just the way it's filmed, the music he uses, the way he frames shots and everything. It's like you kind of, you know, it's him. I mean, even though he is, there's a lot of single point stuff that he's aping from Kubrick and all that, but he's got a specific feel that not many filmmakers these days have, you know, because Tarantino, you know, when you're watching a Tarantino movie, Wes Anderson's the same in that manner. It's kind of the same way, yeah. Yeah, but it's obviously in a very different style than Tarantino, but Mm -hmm. no, I just, I, I loved it. I loved it way more than I ever expected to. I will have to see that. That's as and as it, I can. and it fell on a week where we just didn't get to talk about any movies. So uh, that's why I hadn't talked about it until. So late.
4: I gave you a quirky boner. <laughs> no <laughs> a quirky boner of actually excellence. no, it didn't. Okay. A quirky haffy of and, excellence. And, and
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I will say it's that's also a very short movie, yeah, but ooh. it felt longer than it was in a good way. Like it felt like we had been on a much longer journey than like a you know an eighty-five minute movie. It didn't feel rushed. Be.
4: Yeah, you got a beginning, middle, and end. Yep. Okay. Good.
0: Quirky hand job of excellence. <laughs> sure, why not? Quirky oh. handy of excellence. Oh, yes. Okay. Moonrise Kingdom, 2012. Congrats. <laughs> Your certificate is in the mail. Coming in at number two. By virtue of being the second movie. No, no, no. By virtue of being fucking awesome. Alright, sir. The Avengers. <gasps> Gasp. Was the second best movie I saw this year for reasons. No, I mean if you don't <laughs> if you don't know. How much you know? We liked this movie and still like this movie and will continue to like this movie. Then you have not been listening to the podcast. Um, mm. It's it's pretty much everything that I could have wanted out of out of that movie. You know, there's out of a, a movie like that of bunch of superheroes fucking winning. It's great. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, superheroes, superheroes winning. I, I, winning. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I, I feel like I don't want to just. <laughs> Rehash everything that we said about this mm-hmm. movie six months ago, no, then, then. Um, <laughs> and we said just about everything there is to say about it. Yeah, we, we talked, talked a yeah, long yeah. time, so <laughs> We're a little lengthy on that one. I don't. I just don't want to run my mouth too much, but it feels like I have to fill up space for some reason. So okay. moving on to check.
4: sure number two on my list happened to be the movie I was most looking forward to over the summer, surprisingly, and that is the campaign,
0: the campagna.
4: I saw that. I. For whatever reason, this movie hit me in the right spot. It was just like, okay, funny bone. don't be a mediocre Will Ferrell movie. Go for it. And it went for it, and I enjoyed it. So, Two yeah, yeah. Will Ferrell movies on, on your list.
3: Okay.
4: I see how you're rolling. I've got two of another guy's movies on my list, too. You're going to have to deal with that. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. No one's going to criticize <laughs> me for that.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but, I mean, campaign, I, I will... Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis do some terrific work in that. I think the direction lets them down a little bit. I yeah. know you don't agree with me there, but well, it's it's
4: a, it's kind of pedestrian in places. Jay Roach is not is not the sharp, biting comedic director that other people are who have worked with those two mm-hmm. before. So, um, I just think, man, there's some there's some lines in that that I wish I could work into Everyday Life, but there's just no way. Mm-hmm. So, huh. try harder. <laughs> okay. no, trust me, if I could work this one in, I would, but. Today is
1: a good day to try hard. Jeez. (laughs) And that'll wrap it up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And my number two, Uh thanks to today, is going to be Django Unchained. Django. Uh, It's not quite beating my number one pick. I I don't know. Just more things about this movie without being spoilery. Uh, Jamie Foxx is great, but I got to say, Christoph Waltz, that man is just a goddamn treasure. (laughs) He really is. I mean... (laughs) There, there's a weird bit and and the best I can theorize without being spoilery is I feel like i feel like his character was almost put in to be the voice of reason amongst all of this uh to to be the guy that comes in he's like the the European who's just like, what is this slavery bullshit? I don't even understand this. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of like this, he's the white guy voice of reason who who travels along as, and is almost kind of like your, your narrator slash guide through yeah. all of this ultra-violence, you know, racial bigotry. Sure. And I, I just think like the movie just simply wouldn't work without him. I think it would like, it would just sway into weird political territory, which people have already tried to take it there. And mm-hmm. it just doesn't need to be. It's like, you know, there, there's there's equal vengeance being doled out for equal atrocity, and like, and he's just kind of there, like going, like, yeah, it's all cool, you know, like, <laughs> you know, and just like this voice of
2: reason. And I mean, mm-hmm. his
1: performance is just great, hmm. just great. He's a national treasure. Well, of whatever country
4: he's just been. out of curiosity. <laughs> have you
2: seen anything else that he's done between this and Inglorious Bastards? Just the Green Hornet. Yeah, Green Hornet. But that's not. I mean, he was
1: good, as good as he can be in that. That I movie mean, let him down. Yeah. He tried hard. Yeah, I mean it's really. not a terrible movie. It's just like
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, it just falls into that like oh you know, all you have to do is have some three D and some stuff going on in your movie, and people <laughs> yeah. be like, "Here is my money."
4: <laughs> the movie to, stuff. with stuff and three D. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: Wrong. Take my sixteen dollars. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah, because yeah, he just looks like he's been in kind of crap in between. Yeah, I think that's the the only Tarantino I, movies. I think that's done. all I've seen him in. But yeah, so. Number one, Number one, which I'm pretty sure you share, Harlow, is uh, Avengers. Huh. huh. That movie, that movie just- <laughs> oh, That was it, this
1: year? Yeah,
2: yeah. That movie just satisfied in every way I wanted it to. And I'm still kind of amazed that they pulled it off because I was anticipating that pretty highly and to actually be happy about it, you know, to have it be satisfying in all the ways I wanted it to be. Is still kind of surprising, especially considering stuff like Prometheus and Expendables Two let me down mm. so fiercely. Well, mm. even even Batman a little bit to that. Oh extent. yeah, and Batman too. Yeah, yeah definitely even mentioned that is Batman. Bat Who? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Batman's just uh, <laughs> that movie. <laughs> that movie has so many problems, but but yeah, but I mean, the stuff people don't like about it seems so tiny and nitpicky to me. Oh, I see. No, it's true. <laughs> I mean, I just... I, I, A.K.A. A, and I Chuck's feel like, a jerk. Well, well, but I mean, there's a lot on the internet where it's like, oh, it's not as good as all you're making out to be. And I think it's more people it's backlashing cool. against all the hype that it got. It's people green-capting. Sorry. Drink. Drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's mean, just, you know, something... Because mm-hmm. to me, I
1: just... Something gets too popular. People are really like, all right, what's wrong with it? I mean, I'm not saying that oh, Green yeah, yeah. specifically is is no, no, is, no, no, is no, guilty no. of that because I have talked and had very rational discussions and we've come to agreements on our he Batman can always philosophies. That's
2: the thing about him; he can always make good points as to why. I he understand. Like I things. know.
1: I'm just saying, like, not like him, more like people just saying, like, "Oh, that's popular. Okay, what's wrong with it?" You know, <laughs> just start like microscoping everything, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's wrong. And over there is not quite right. And these characters wouldn't do this, and you know that kind of <sighs> thing. So.
2: But I mean, it embraced its comic bookiness in a way that most comic book movies do not. And I loved it for that. I mean, it just, it's, it hit all those happy centers in my brain and it made them work good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I liked it. (laughs) Made me go. "Mm." Uh So, coming in at number
0: one for reasons, which I will explain. (laughs) Good, (laughs) Great. That's fantastic. Skyfall. Whoa. Yes. I mean... If you, uh, you guys probably should have known that was the movie that I hadn't mentioned, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, this would have made, this may have made the top spot anyway, had I seen other movies because of one, one simple reason it reaffirmed my faith in the bond franchise moving forward,
3: mm-hmm.
0: casino Royale and quantum of solace had me worried that they were going to continue to put out movies that I didn't really think were all that bondy. And I, I just felt like they were going to continue to go in a direction that would steer me away from seeing any of the rest of any of the rest of what they, what they were going to do. Um, having, you know, we went through the, the bondathon and rewatching Casino Royale and Skyfall and then thinking about, or not Skyfall and, Quantum of Solace, and thinking about it, hearing some stuff about this one, and then finally seeing it, and seeing that they actually—I mean—they fielded a really, really, really good product with this movie, and they did. They realized, I think, where they where they stepped out of bounds, and kind of got themselves back on track with the with the character, and especially some of the things in the end of the movie that that make it feel like a Bond movie again. And like we said, the the casino scene, where <laughs> jumping off a Komodo dragon and sure. a Komodo dragon eating somebody. Yes.
1: You- well, that's also that's a little bit by virtue of the 50 year anniversary thing where they kind of had to give call outs to everything. That was sort of like, how can, can we convince all condense all of the crazy Roger Moore stuff into one scene? Uh, let's do this. Yeah. I mean, that just kind of sums it up. It's the alligators and, you know, jumping yeah. on the alligator. But that seems yeah. great. I yeah. know. No, I'm not saying that. It's just like, hey, here's your homage to <laughs> Roger Moore era yeah. Bond. Sure. And we're done. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know,
0: and it, all, and it all just fucking worked so well for me. Music cues, crazy Bond stuff, great action.
4: I would have rated it higher if they'd started with a gun barrel sequence. Well, yeah, <laughs> I know. Still can't I do know. that for
2: me for some reason. They were going to do it. Really? Yeah. But they, it just didn't work out the way they wanted it to for the opening shots of the movie. Yeah. Mm. But they, but Sam Mendes originally intended to do it that okay. way. Okay, well, I'll and give him some credit for that. Yeah, but <laughs> but they Maybe you'll have it. a choice on the DVD or Blu-ray. Maybe. <laughs> you know, doubt it. No, probably not. Damn it. What?
1: That's my number one. Sweet. Chuck? My number one has already been
4: discussed, too. It's called Gabin in the Woods. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay, you know, I'm so so dejected. Guy. It's your yeah. number one. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, should be you excited should, about be it. Like one. You should be like fucking
4: Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. I've I've said about this movie that you will know you are on board with this movie by the time the title smashes onto the screen because it comes at a point where it's just like, what the fuck is? Were you we watching the right movie? Oh, okay. This is the Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I'm I'm ready to see where this movie's going to go. Mm-hmm. And I just thought the whole. It, as as goofy as the final third of that movie is, it is goofy in a way where I was just like, yeah, all right, whatever, let's just go with this and and see what you're thinking of, and then oh, you're gonna do that, all right? Oh, you're gonna do that? Well, okay then. You know, it's just I I that movie just built so much goodwill with me, and just as a most ridiculously small note about the movie, I think it's the first time I've ever given a shit about a stoner character ever, like actually. Mm-hmm. You know, since maybe like Brad Pitt in True Romance is <laughs> the only yeah. time I've ever found a stoner character tolerable. So, numero uno.
1: Sweet. It was higher for me until today.
4: And, and yeah, I just want to preface, I have not seen Django Unchained. Yeah, I'm no. a huge yeah, Quentin Tarantino here. fan, so, you know, there's a lot of stuff I've missed. Sure. But that's just, that's why we don't call them the best movies of the year.
1: That's right. Yep. Yeah, so um, no shocker here. My number one is, of course, the Avengers, because Avengers awesome. huh. I mean, I cannot believe that. I mean, from the moment Nick Fury shows up in the end of Iron Man, I cannot believe that this train actually came into the station. I mean, it's just it's it's bizarre and and incredible and just like a dream come true for a comic book nerd and whatever other people out there want to you know, throw their hate for whatever little reasons about this, stupid this and stupid that. This is fucking incredible that they pulled this off and that it was a success. Yeah. I mean, that that's what's amazing to me. is like, And
2: that they gave all the characters a moment to shine. Sure. As well. Yeah.
1: I just, I mean, it's, I don't think you could get anything better than this. And I, I'll tell you right now, if, if Warner Brothers tries to pull together a Justice League movie, it's probably going to fall flat on its face. I just don't think they have the same kind of, uh, you know, ship leading captain here. Cause I mean, look, you might get, you might get the dark Knight or you might get green lantern. You, you yeah. just don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and so they don't have this like studio going, Oh no, this is how you're going to do this. And I'm, we're going to let different parties play an active part in it, but it's all got to come together to hear. And I don't, I don't think they have anything like that going on over there. And it's just, it's, well, it's, it's, it's a pretty incredible time in movies for that to actually have happened for somebody to come in and go, no, here's, here's the roadmap. Follow it.
4: I I think as of right now, the other side doesn't have the Robert Downey Jr. type person who can really carry a lot of it. And I'm not saying he's the draw of the movie, but he is a a big reason for just that movie's sort of overall tone and entertainment value. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't see the DC side having anything no, like that yet. Even
1: if they, even if they said, all right, well, we're, you know, we're going to bring him, Henry Cavill into Superman. And nobody probably gives a shit no right now. Shit. And if, even if they said Christian Bale, people would be like, y- yay. Yeah. You know it's, I it's, mean? Like, it's, not, it's not like people go like, yay, Christian Bale's Batman. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's fucking good. Cause it's a Batman movie and it's a well-made Batman mm. movie. It's not like we go, yay, Christian Bale as Batman. Yeah. You know, it's, there's nothing like that on any side of it. I mean, they just, They planned so well to have the cast assemble that they did and no, no pun intended. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, and even bringing in the wild card of, you know, the fucked up, Hulk, Hulk,
3: wild card! The, the
1: fucked up Hulk franchise, I mean, to bring in Mark Rufflow and have him knock it out of the park and I yeah, mean, for them to, to
4: write that ship was, yeah. was I mean, pretty like, good.
1: That's incredible to like have him bring it in <laughs> and just be like everybody immediately being like, yeah, we're totally on board with you yeah. like now, like mm-hmm. fuck all that other shit. There's no <laughs> Eric Banner. There's no Ed Norton. It's fucking you now. Let's it do is.
4: This. It is weird that the third recasting of the role, people were like, yeah,
1: I, all right,
2: mm-hmm. here we go. <laughs>
3: So well, finally there's hope, for
2: and, and hope. And because be he do do didn't in, in the he midst. didn't act like he hated being hulk right yeah that's the problem with the other ones is it's like oh i'm the hulk this is yeah. the worst you know and that's why those movies don't work as well for me mm-hmm. especially that first one dear yeah. jesus well but, they were just trying to make yeah, fucking dr
1: jekyll of that one i mean yeah yeah
2: but i mean like but they make the hulk fun and, to, okay. and, and the, those other ones to made, it, made a, it like you don't want to see the Hulk yeah. because the Hulk is bad
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean to do it in the middle of an ensemble movie is, is even more impressive exactly I mean, you, got you this, have less time yeah, to write that shit you crazy ship. all this stuff going on and it's just like he comes in knocks out his few scenes and it's like yeah fuck yeah we're on board yeah. turn into the Hulk smash it, you know yeah. And I mean, I not him, only turn him into a star in the third yeah, act, I mean, not know? only
4: are they bringing together all these other established characters, they're bringing in other characters we haven't met yet either and throwing them in the mix, like, oh, and here's mm-hmm. these other guys, yeah. and let's flesh them out too. It's like <laughs> whoa, <laughs> but yeah it, it 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 works amazingly well uh, it it's funny to think back all the way to the first Iron Man and think of everything that happened up until, you know, through the Avengers and think that what, they pulled it off. Yeah. Like, How, they 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 made all these movies, and then they made a together movie. Mm-hmm. How did it not just fall right the fuck apart? I yeah, I know, that's what How I'm saying. How did somebody not destroy
1: it? I yeah. mean, you throw out the, you know, Ang Lee's Hulk, because that was prior to the writing the mm-hmm. of the ship, and, like, let's do this right. this way, and, yeah, I mean, like I said, from the, they knew from the moment of firing up the cameras, I think, on Iron Man 1, like, this was their ultimate goal. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty incredible.
0: Yeah. It's, like, throwing a thousand hand grenades in a cement mixer and pouring out Some oh grenades? shit <laughs> Yeah, like, and none yes. of them exploding.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, sorry, I lost the, lost the trail on the <laughs> Euphemism well, boner. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, movies are hard to make. Mm-hmm. And yeah. to have know, a series I mean, of movies actually, like, actually fall together like that is...
1: Yeah. And we're not saying like all of them are equally good. I mean, we all like them different ways and different times and places. I mean, not Mm -hmm. all of us feel the same way about Thor as Iron Man 2 or Iron Man 1 or whatever. But I mean, it's just saying like collectively, if you even if you throw all those aside, Mm -hmm. you know, you could come in fresh to this movie and still enjoy it. Sure. Mm -hmm.
4: But, but like, none of the steps along the way fucked everything up so badly that, like, the future of that was in jeopardy. Yeah. Each one, like, even if it stumbled a little bit, there was enough good about it to go, okay, well, it's, it's still going to be okay. Like, they will fix that. So.
2: Yeah. And so I'm, I'm just curious now to see what they do with the second wave, as they're calling it, of all of them. Because yeah, the, now the I'm excuse worried. everyone has is, <laughs> you know, any of them gets in trouble. Well, why don't they just call the other ones? You know, that, that kind of seems to be like what everyone says about these. It's They're going like, to have to
4: do that Jaws 2 thing of like call Richard Dreyfus Oh, he's out to sea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's why we yeah, can't like, have Richard Dreyfus in this movie. Well,
1: they, I mean, they can do something interesting because now we live in a world of, of the Marvel movies where we know all these characters know each other that they can actually drop hints to what the other movie is about and have them just all mm-hmm. be happening simultaneously. Ooh. Yeah, I mean oh, they, yeah. They, they can do this little like, uh, yeah, he's busy with this thing in Russia or you know whatever. It's like you know just like, oh well, maybe that means this, and you know sends the nerds on a new frenzy mm. of what does that mean? Oh man, yep, yeah, nerds, what does it mean? Yeah, because I mean <laughs> they, they kind of did that with like I mean Iron Man two, Incredible Hulk, and like part of Captain America were all happening at the exact same time, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> so. Well,
4: and there was sort of a Thor Captain America crossover at one yeah. point where the stories sort of yeah intermingled. Yep,
2: just a bit. Just tell. So Did you guys have any runners up you wanted to mention? Anything you want to give some love to?
1: Um, I mean, I still I need to rewatch it, but I still have a little bit of a love for Prometheus. I mean, like I said, I dread would fall in there because it's basically the raid redemption, and I mean, I don't know. There's nothing else like super duper strong. There's a couple of surprises from the year. Like I mean i I enjoyed uh I enjoyed both the watch and Ted a lot more than I ever would have thought they I would. I still keep thinking about back to jokes between the you know the ones that I was like Mm -hmm. would have never even thought to watch these. Yeah, Men
2: in Black Three I think is probably the biggest surprise surprise I had this year because it didn't suck. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) because it wasn't like it was actually pretty good. mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't great by any means. It you know, but but for the disaster that I expected, I was kind of genuinely shocked that it actually turned out being a watchable kind of fun movie and you know, better than the second one, which isn't hard, but, you know.
3: And, I mean,
4: for all of its flaws, I will still say that The, the Dark Knight Rises has goodness in it. Mm-hmm. I, I think it just stumbles all over the place for some some reason. I still can't put my finger on why I can't get behind the pacing of that movie, whereas... No, oh, because fr- the pacing's terrible. Well, yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> I, I, just, I just don't understand... And he's not Batman through most of the movie. There's that, but... And he rises twice, but I <laughs> yeah. I just, I, you know, I loving the hell out of Batman Begins and appreciating the Dark Knight as much as I do. And then this one, I, I just, I, I just, it seems like such a big
1: stumble. It's the curse of the three, man.
4: Yeah. I mean, it does sort of feel <laughs> yeah, that I way. Know, it
1: does, sadly. And or it's I, just like, what happened? Yeah, you know, All the just, parts were here. Why? Yeah.
4: I don't understand why. I just don't understand why. I don't understand what happened. It seems like everything
1: that you needed was there. And yeah. yeah, and plus you know you know Christopher Nolan had carte blanche on to do this movie. Yeah. However, it's not like the studio is coming in and going like, hey, uh, make it a political message about, you know, the, the, the you one percent one percenters and all that yeah. shit. You know, I mean it's just like it just feels weird. You know, that feels like the kind of thing where it's like A a ship gets off course because Mm -hmm. somebody comes in and goes like, you know what the kids really need is, uh, you know, (laughs) cat cat commercials. You know, (laughs) (laughs) well, it's like people have asked me, but like as
4: people are sort of watching it on Blu-ray and stuff, people have asked me what I thought about it, and I mostly say that
1: movie has a lot to say, and I don't know if I really want to listen to all of it. Yeah, well, similar to me, I mean, I I still enjoy Dark Knight Rises a lot more, but just feeling wholly unnecessary. I was completely underwhelmed with The Amazing Spider-Man. No, again, no puns intended. I mean, it's just like, it just felt like a completely unnecessary movie. It's not bad. Just the whole time I'm watching it going, I don't need this. Like, yeah. I mean, this doesn't need to exist other than you were trying to hold on to a franchise. Right. You were like, shout out a movie because and you didn't, you, did, you made an okay movie, but it's like, the whole time you're watching it, it's just like Yep. It's, it's like Spider-Man. when your parents tell you know. that story you've heard a hundred times and like, you know, it's like, now it's a slight variation because... <laughs> They're getting older, or they're they're you know embell- now it's got em- different actors they're embellishing it. a little bit more than they usually do, but you know it's just it's like yeah, no yeah. this thanks.
2: I don't know. I liked it. Yeah, I, I I can understand why people don't like Amazing Spider-Man, but I think it's well cast I, and well acted, like and like <laughs> just you know I I thought the action scenes were pretty inventive. I like the way they use Spidey in them, in mm-hmm. that it was very different from the Sam Raimi ones. Mm-hmm. That didn't use his athleticism as well as this one did, hmm. in my opinion. But a yeah.
1: couple other shockers that popped up for me, uh twenty one jump street being much better than I thought yes, it should ever be. That have been. was gonna be one of my honorable mentions. And, and actually, um Safe House. Like Safe House is way better than I would have thought that it would have been the
3: having, Denzel movie? Yeah. Huh.
1: Denzel and Ryan Ryan Reynolds. I have watched that a couple of times on cable. Um it's just a fun little spy movie. I mean, mm-hmm.
2: nothing mind blowing going on in it, but yeah, yeah. For me, surprising was that Haywire was so much better than Born Legacy. Yeah, because Haywire is just a a tight spy action fight movie with some badass fights in it. I keep meaning and, to and there's that. a lot of people that just hate it. And that's one of those movies where I'm like, why do you hate this? You know, like I don't quite understand why there's all this anger against this movie because it's it seems very much like a love or hate type of movie.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it does.
2: And I mean, it's a very... It's it's cold. Like, you don't get attached to these characters at all. But as far as, like, a movie hitting its marks, it hits all those marks and satisfies in all the ways I wanted it to. Hmm. Whereas, Born Legacy just <laughs> rambles around. And then, <laughs> it, like, just when you think it's kicking into gear, it ends. Oh. You know? Because, like, the final action sequence is, like, one that would be in the middle of any of the other Born movies. Mm-hmm. But that's, like... You know they're big. Yeah, this is the big finale, and then you're like, "Well, oh, oh, credits? Okay, <laughs> yeah." And and it retcons a bunch of shit that like actually makes the originals not as good because of it, which is kind of bullshit. That's oh, fun. That is bullshit. Yeah. Uh,
1: my last honorable mention will go to The Gray, because all you people that don't have imaginations, holy shit, Liam Neeson versus wolves. <laughs> go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I mean, you don't have yeah. to have an ending shown to you. Use your oh, imagination. Oh, get it. Okay. So and yeah, I don't know. There's a couple other yeah. ones that were bigger surprises, but those are the ones that I
4: would say weren't if, if the Expendables Two mentioning. was a 20 minute short film that stopped after the first 20 minutes, that would just be fucking fantastic.
2: Man, that's my biggest letdown of the year. <laughs> yeah. I swear that that and the Master just oh, that's easily my biggest letdown. Just let me down the so bad.
1: I didn't have much faith in The Hobbit going in, to be, to be honest with you. I I didn't. I mean, it's just like, I was like, this has got to be good. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I just didn't expect it to be as slow as it was to me. And yeah. like I said, I don't split that shit into three movies. Whatever. We just had that discussion. I, yeah,
2: I don't mind it. But in watching the other three. Yeah. He is such a better filmmaker in those. It does feel that way.
1: Hmm.
2: Like the editing, like everything about those feels so much more confident than this does. Hmm. And it's weird.
1: It felt. It felt like he had something to prove in those. And this is just like, yeah, it's me. I'm fucking making the Hobbit. You
2: yeah, know, like, I he think doesn't need it. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's
4: like Spielberg. Now it's like, yeah, it's pretty good, but
2: you just, I, I you're think, just not hungry. Dude. I think he tried harder in the first one, <laughs> in the first ones, because like it was like he had to prove to everybody that you could do these. Yeah, because everyone I, said because you can't. everyone on the internet was like, there's no way you could make these into movies and make them work. Right. Yep. And so I think that's why he like kicked their asses and put out three amazing movies yeah and now everyone's saying yeah you're probably now gonna he's do that like, yeah now he's kind of coasting it feels yeah. like mm-hmm. and that's
4: mm-hmm. well i remember he hemmed and hawed for a long time about doing it like not
1: wanting to do it
2: well sam raimi dropped out and, yeah and well they Pierrot, were, del toro yeah, dropped say, out I'd and loved
1: fucking love to see del toro's take on it because i felt like that's the kind of thing i think if if he wanted to make it interesting and not be like Yep, or the same. Let someone else do it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I appreciate that it's like it, it feels like the same universe, but I don't know. I just think I would have liked liked you know liked a different take on it because it's not really the same universe. It is, but it isn't. Right. One is very much kid story. The other one is like shit's gotten real. Yeah, you know they can mm-hmm. do like a
4: bridge time. section where it's like okay, here's the tie, but. Other than that, this is all completely yeah. different look, different feel. I was feel. so yeah. excited well, they, when Del just, Toro was going to be doing that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But this one, there just feels like there's no stakes, where, yeah. as in the Lord of the Rings ones, it feels like everything's at stake. Yeah, so that's, I, that's the big difference.
1: My d- biggest disappointment is that I didn't see Looper, because I would think Looper. that that would... Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, hear it it I didn't get to see that either. Because goddamn Ryan Johnson, I love his other two movies. Goddamn Ryan Johnson.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Goddamn Ryan Johnson. <laughs> so yeah, anyway it spells it funny
1: yeah. yep Rian Brian. oh Ryan she's
4: dating Chris Brown again <laughs> uh. Uh.
1: fired aww oh. aww no. so is it time it's for some contact information yeah we yeah, should I guess that. so
0: if you want to bitch about our golden jock selections <laughs> just send us email to bmf at bmfcast.com check us out at bmfcast.com find us on twitter or facebook at twitter.com Or facebook.com slash bmfcast. Check us out on Stitcher, which is an app for all of your relevant mobile devices, which will deliver our glory directly to your ear holes through the magic of streaming over the interwebs. Also, check us out on iTunes. Search for bmfcast. Subscribe, rate, and review. Or else! (laughs) And finally... Give us a ringy-dingy on the one, the only, the BAMFCAST hotline, the Garfield phone, nine one zero five jocks bmf or nine one zero five five six It is guaranteed to improve your sex life. Not actually guaranteed to improve your sex life. Right. So let's get out of here. Okie dokie. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast out. See ya.
1: Happy 2013. Hooray. <laughs>